Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,322. What you do in your life is the most important thing, not what you own. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts, or should I say aloha, I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, calling in from the big island of Hawaii, Gunner Manche. Gunner, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Aloha, yes, I am ready for a ride today. Very cool. I've got my lei on here. I was at Costco yesterday and they were selling leis, so I had to get one just so that I look cool for today's show, although nobody sees me, so (laughs) you have to imagine that I look very nice and smell very nice, too. With his beautiful lay. Gunnar Mitch is the president of the Porsche Club of America chapter on the Big Island of Hawaii. He and his wife, Ellie, own Harbor Gallery, a concern that's been there for 30 years, where they support over 200 local island artists and their creations. Gunnar was born in Germany, immigrated to the U.S. with his parents when he was just two years old. His father had a 59-1600 Super 356 Porsche that instilled that passion for air-cooled German cars in a Gunnar skull. His father was a Porsche Club of America member, and that legacy was handed down to Gunner, who worked to create the PCA Club on the island of Hawaii after purchasing a Porsche 356. Gunner was an ASE certified mechanic, and today he's an avid air-cooled Porsche collector. And I have to do a shout-out here to Past Cars yeah, podcast and TV guest Sarah DeCarmen of LA Dismantlers for introducing me to Gunner. So Gunner, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Take a moment, share a little more about your career and a very obvious passion for those cars called Porsches. My career has been uh, long and fruitful. Uh, uh, Having this art gallery has been a wonderful contact point for so many people from all over the world and so many Porsche owners as well. In fact, my wife puts a little sign out from the gallery that says uh, Porsche spoken here, (laughs) which is (laughs) kind of cute. So everybody comes in and we have a lot of Porsche enthusiasts that come into the gallery and so it's a nice point to make conversation and and we talk cars besides all the local artwork and beautiful stuff that we have so it's a lot of fun well very cool i love it uh as we continue on your journey i always like to start with a success quote or a mantra this is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life and your success it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on cars yeah so gunner take the wheel well you own everything you can see. And the only thing that you really own are your experiences. And all that money does for you is really allow you into some more exclusive experiences. But the bum on the beach has the same million-dollar view as the guy that just spent $8 million building his home there looking at the beautiful sunset. You know, it's the same experience for both of them. And all that money buys is like I said, more exclusive experiences. So what you do in your life is the most important thing, not what you own. Mm, I love it. Well, let's talk about that just for a second here. How have you incorporated that into your passion for Porsches? And we're going to talk about how you put this Porsche club together on an island that at first you thought maybe there weren't that many Porsches. Turns out there's a few more than you thought. But Let's dive into this thought a little bit more because, you know, you live in a beautiful, one of the most beautiful places on the planet, the Hawaiian Islands. I mean, 
everybody dreams of going there on vacation and the concept of living there. I'll ask you this, ask you the question this way. Living there and being surrounded by beauty all the time, every day, how does that incorporate into your passion for what you're doing with the club? We just have a wonderful group of people. Um, in the aspect of what the club is like compared to the Hawaii club, the Hawaii club was the eighth oldest club in the country. Oh, and wow. uh, founded in 1959. Yeah. Wow. And so we broke away from the Hawaii club. We took only 12 members away from them <laughs> because that's all, <laughs> all we had on the Big Island three years ago was 12 PCA members. Today mm-hmm. we're over 130. So wow. it's been uh, quite amazing. And we're trying to do a, a count of exactly how many cars are on the island that are Porsches. I myself am an addict. I own 16 of them. Eight air eight transaxles, yeah, <laughs> and a Cayenne. The Cayenne serves as a as a gallery vehicle too, delivering artwork, things like that, you know. Yeah. Well, you touched on this a little bit. I want to go back and talk about a story that instigated that personal passion you have for cars, no doubt. And I know your dad before the 356 Porsche, the 1600 that he has, he had a BW. That air-cooled engine, no doubt, uh, lullabied you to sleep on many car rides. But is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car guy just like your dad? It just always was. It just always was. It's like you couldn't get away from it. Uh, Dad did something different when he, in the late 50s, he started working with Porsche, Mercedes, Rolls-Royce, VW, BMW, and he produced a lot of photographs that were used for different things for their companies, but also postcards that he produced that were then sold to dealerships as early marketing tools. And they, he would sell the postcards to them and they would uh, then give them to salespeople. The salespeople would write their little notes on them and stuff, send them off to clients and all. And you could still find them, but now they're getting more and more expensive on the net. I've got a collection of them uh, with notes that dad made uh, in the book that I was smart enough to make before he passed away two years ago. But uh, they're just gorgeous, gorgeous pictures. And uh, so, but, but interestingly enough, he's the only one who got permission to use the logos from each company oh, on the postcards wow. as well. So can you imagine someone out there being able to use the Porsche logo <laughs> yeah, good luck and with all that. that? Yeah, exactly. Today, but, but he had permission. Yeah, different times, of course, but yeah, now you'd have to pay licensing fees and all sorts of royalties and who knows what to do that, even if they would let you, the bottom line. But, uh, well, it must have been fun growing up in a family that was surrounded by those old German cars and, in your dad's case, all the other cool cars that he, uh, that you grew up with. And I understand uh, your name, Gunnar, is very unique, but your original name is Gunther, right? Yes, Gunther. Gunther Franz Mann. Yeah, yes. I was born in uh, northern Bavaria in Würzburg, and when we immigrated here, when I was not even two years old, uh, I didn't speak English till I was about four or five years old. And uh, I speak German pretty well, but only Kinderdeutsch. In other words, uh, a child's German, you know, a familiar tense stuff. Yeah, yeah, around das is good. Kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, and uh, I can order rump steak and beer. That's about it. So <laughs> maybe say, where's the Porsche factory? But yeah, I need to cool. go back there. Yeah, I do too. To go back to the factory and uh, identify some of my dad's photos because. There's not credit given on some of the photos he's taken over the years. You know, he knew Ferry Porsche. He met Ferdinand and Ferry first in 1950 when they opened the plant 
in Stuttgart, and he was there as a press photographer and wow. later kept up contact. And after we immigrated to this country in 55, he, uh, he then developed an idea about this advertising with this postcards and all this stuff, which other yeah. people had done, but he just did it in a different way with the logos and with, you know, a different flair. You could see it in his photos. You could just tell he's telling a story with each picture. His contacts, including the one with Eric Felius, Otto Eric Felius, uh, was instrumental in arranging some things that happened that would keep us connected with Porsche forever. Uh, in 1960, the fifth Porsche parade took place in Aspen, Colorado. And my dad and Otto Eric Felius, they were both born in Lodz, Poland, by the way, arranged with Ferry for my dad to meet Ferry as he came to his very, very first Porsche parade in this country ever in 1960. And they, uh, the thing was that Ferry drove with an entourage of people that came along with him and he drove and they had to meet up in a mountain pass away from Aspen. He drove up in a white Ford station wagon. He had to transfer into my dad's car and my dad drove him into the very first parade he ever went to. <laughs> so That's pretty cool. Yeah, you don't want to show up in a Ford to your own portion parade. Probably not good form. <laughs> Very cool. Well, let's talk about some of the roads you've been down and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure you faced along the way. I like this question, not so that I drum up any ill thoughts, but more so that you can share that experience with others who might be going down the same road and show them. There is a light at the other end of the tunnel, and there's a valuable lesson to be learned that you can take with that. So tell us how that specific experience helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career and your business and your life. Just over three years ago, I had two major strokes at the same time. Oh. I should have died. I had a brainstem stroke that basically paralyzed the whole left side of my body, and I had another stroke that took up my vision to the right. Now that came back, the vision came back in about five months, 100%. But the left side stroke, it finally is coming back almost not to normal, but very close. People who know me know what's going on. You can't tell that I've had a stroke looking at me. But, you know, when I walk, it shows up and stuff like that. My feelings coming back in my left hand, it, it served as an impetus, Porsche did as a passion, as an inspiration to get back because it was right after they wanted me to start up as the liaison for the big Island for the club mm -hmm. that I had the stroke. And then I, as I continued my recovery and my rehab and everything else, uh, I worked on getting the club together and especially there's a machine I called the clutch machine at the rehab center where I worked on getting my legs strong enough and coordinated enough to push the clutch down because I wasn't going to go without uh -huh. being able to drive my Porsches again. So a they manual. served. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. A manual. So, um, you know, that's, that was one of my goals to be able to, to, uh, to drive again. And the people at Michelin, when I went to the parade in, uh, the Porsche parade in Vermont in Jay peak, uh, it was only several months after I'd had my stroke and I couldn't push the clutch down at that time. But uh, they put me in a brand new 2018 or 2017, whichever it was, uh, a new Carrera S, uh, Michelin and Porsche, and they allowed me to drive it on the track. And that was the first car I'd driven 
since I had my stroke. It was a brand oh new portion. Oh my gosh. First and foremost, I'm so happy you've recovered nearly all the way back. I guess we're getting close here from uh, that horrible situation. What comes to mind here is, you know, we take, and this is cliche, of course, we take life for granted every day. We think everything's going to be fine and then things like this hit us. Uh, you know, Keith Martin, who uh, suffered a stroke earlier this year, Sports Car Market Magazine, a friend of mine and has been uh, a guest here on the show, has been recovering this year. And that's one of his big goals is to fight and work hard through uh, physical therapy so he can drive again. And he's doing that now, which is absolutely fantastic. So I I love the fact that the the motivation here relates to cars, yeah, relates to cars that, by golly, I'm going to push that clutch in again someday. This thing is not going to not going to beat me. What's the, I'm sure you've learned a lot of lessons from this terrible experience, but is there one in particular that you could share with somebody out there that might be going through something similar or some big health issue or that might help them a little bit that you found helped you? Oh, you just got to keep pushing. I swear to God, people can't believe how, how much I keep uh, working and working and working and I keep improving. The doctors kept telling me first, they said, well, I asked them, how long is it going to be before I get better? You know, and they said, oh, you're going to get most of what you're going to get back in three months. And then they pushed the pushed the thing down to six months. And after six months, I kept improving. They said, no, 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 it's going to be a year. And they're shrugging their shoulders and scratching their heads, and I'm still improving. And I gained documented 35% more strength and endurance from a year and three months to a year and six months. Yeah. And I continue to improve. So it's just throw it out the window. You're going to get better as long as you want to get better and yep. try. Don't let don't let anybody tell you that there's limitations on stuff. Yep. Don't let me don't let anyone tell you that there's boundaries in it because that doesn't exist. If you have the will to do it, you can achieve it. There you go. Very inspirational story, and I appreciate you going there and sharing a personal side of your life, and uh, no doubt helping some folks listening out there that are going through some difficult situations or maybe family members are going through those situations. Yeah, it's like everything in life. Keep on fighting and uh, don't listen to the naysayers. Just keep thinking, I can do it. I can do it and I will do it. And you know what? You will. So I'm so happy that you're feeling better now, Gunner. Very, very happy for that. Yeah. Well, let's have some fun and talk about your first special vehicle, that first car, bike, truck, whatever it was that you got. I have a feeling I know what this might be. And maybe share a memory you have about that first special ride. How about a 63 Rambler 550? Okay, you just threw a total like curveball at me and I swung and missed that one completely. <laughs> a Rambler? What is it about a Rambler? I thought we were talking, talking the Porsche here. Well, I was living in Vermont where I still have a younger brother and uh, we, uh, I, I wanted a car. I was in high school and I mm-hmm. couldn't afford it. And so... I had a friend send sell me his Rambler for ten dollars. <laughs> cool. And I got I put four retread tires on it for a hundred bucks, and I helped uh, an older friend rebuild the head on the car, mm-hmm. do a head job on it. We uh, and he did that for you know for cost you know basically, yeah. and yeah. Uh, had the car on the road, drove over ten thousand miles with that car on one overhaul, you know, with the head. And that was it. Yeah, uh, it was a great car. Uh, <laughs> it got me around. It got me to school and back. Yeah, <laughs> that's so funny. Why I had no idea we were going to be talking Ramblers here on this discussion, but I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, 
Uh, it's the same way for a lot of my guests here. It's that first car that gave them that freedom. They could get out and have some fun. How about seller's remorse? I'm guessing, though, it sounds like you don't sell anything. You just keep everything. But is there a seller's remorse story in your life? No, not really. I've, I don't have a, a car that I that I have that I want to get rid of or that I've you know gotten rid of or there's been a few along the way that I've I've sold but I've never regretted it because they were just too much of a project or something like that. I like to yeah. rescue cars. I love it. Well cars like to be rescued. Well I'd love for you to talk about what has you excited and fired up these days about the Porsche Club of America, the chapter there on the big island of Hawaii. Tell us about Keith, those of us on the mainland, there's so many roads, so many places to go. Tell us about, uh, you know, if we're a member of the Porsche Club on the Big Island of Hawaii, or we like old cars and we're just there, what fun driving around an island. I know that's the biggest island, so that it takes a while, eight or nine hours to drive all the way around that, because I've done it. Uh, it's a lot further than you think when you get started compared to Maui or any of the other ones. So uh, tell me what has you excited about the PCA there in Hawaii? Well, we just did that Circle Island tour actually last month with the oh, club cool. for the first time, where we did nice. the whole thing. Sorry, twenty-two cars, uh-huh. and that was it was nine hours with stops. So you're right on on the time you've you've done it before. I can yeah, tell. it wasn't uh, in a Porsche though; it was a rental. I don't even that, remember what. Look, I think it was a uh, brand new Buick uh, SUV Enclave or SUV. Nice car, but uh, not right. a Porsche. Well, next time you come, you can borrow one of mine. I I loan my cars out all the time uh, to PCA members that come from all over the country, all over the world, people that uh, that are interested. And sometimes they just want a special experience. And several people, even from Canada, have come here and joined the club on various events and driven with us in one of my classic air cools. Just just a blast. Awesome. And it's called yeah. the Aloha Spirit. I love it. You know, it. the Aloha Spirit. It. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So tell us what are some of the experiences there driving around the Hawaiian Islands. I mean, you're on the island where they had the longest volcano flow in the history of mankind, I think. It was 30-plus years. I think I've heard it's finally stopped. Is that true? 35 years. Yeah, it stopped last fall. Uh, it really devastated the economy here last year. Uh, because everybody got scared. The news portrayed that uh, half the island was covered in lava. It was like 1%. And then the hurricane hit and caused a lot of flooding and stuff. And, of course, that was on one side of the island, which is mm-hmm. so large. And the yep. one side, they got up to, you know, 50 inches of rain in a day. And uh, oh my gosh. on the side that we're on, on the west side, the dry side, uh, we literally got two inches in four days. So well, that's a lot of rain there on the dry side. In we, have, t- yeah. we have 11 of 13 climate zones known in the world on this island. We're like a miniature continent. We've got the tallest mountain on the planet, the largest mountain on the planet. Mauna Loa is so massive that you could scrape up. If you had a bucket loader, you could scrape up, scrape up the entire Sierra Nevada mountain range and put it inside of Mauna Loa. Oh, my God. The one that's incredible. Wow. That's big. We yeah. have the largest tropical rainforest in the country. Uh, Mauna Kea is Hawaiian for Mountain of White, the White Mountain. So obviously we get snow up there during the winter. And I have skied up there. I skied up there the month before I had my strokes. I actually skied up there. Uh, I took my 356 up there, which has been up there four times nice. and uh, at 14,000 feet from zero wow. to 14,000 feet. I don't know that you can do that much of anywhere else on the planet. Uh, not that I can not, think of. You know, our Mount Rainier here is pretty darn tall, but 
you can't drive up to the top of it. So right, nice, so nice. We have a a diverse area, beautiful. The landscape changes, wonderful vistas, very clear, clean air right now. The water is always about eighty degrees. I mean, it's it's heaven mm. on earth, is, and that's why I'm here. <laughs> uh, uh, hold on, excuse me. I'm going to go online to Alaska Airlines sure. here and see if I can book my flight because uh, I saw they're having a special to Hawaii <laughs> today. You you sold me, buddy. I'm on my way. Oh my gosh, sounds wonderful. Yeah, Hawaii is one of those special places, and uh, if you've never been, you got to go. It's probably the only place on the planet I've ever been where I, after about three days, I can actually relax and forget about the time and don't care. And uh, I absolutely love it. So. Uh, Awesome. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, Gunner, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's, or mahalo to today's car share sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at CarsYeah.com. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah TV is available on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find Mav TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Gunner, we are back, and I have a very introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a car, you actually were manifested as a vehicle. What kind of car would Gunner be or Gunther be, and why? Boy, that's that's quite a, a dilemma because I enjoy the diversity, the difference between, obviously it would be a Porsche, but which one would be very hard to put down because I've got, I've got like different models of different generations and different styles. 
different engineering characteristics, and I appreciate the differences that all the models have, which is, you know, I'm not just collecting one kind of car. So I, boy, you know, the one I get the most thrill out of is my 89 Turbo Cabriolet, because I'm in a place where you can put the top down, where you can just uh, enjoy the weather, drive comfortably, you know, 12 months out of the year. It's a beautiful car. It's, it's, I, it fits me. Uh, in fact, the, the, the license plate on the car says sleigh because I am Santa Claus at my church every year <laughs> for over 20 years. Santa sleigh. So, I love it. Santa's red sled. Yes, yeah, exactly. Very nice. So very nice. That's kind of the, uh, the car that, uh, expresses who I am more than anything else. There you go. I love it. All right, we're entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that turbo throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? 90% of repair is diagnosis. Absolutely. There's too many parts changers out there. You bring your car in, and, and all they would do is quit. You just keep changing parts, changing parts. They never actually diagnose what's wrong with it. They just keep changing parts out until they run out of things to fix. Yeah, uh, that can get expensive too. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I don't sleep as much as I should. (laughs) Ah, okay. Well, how has that contributed to your success or maybe not contributed to your success? Yeah, sleep is important. Well, uh, my wife and I work eight days a week at the, uh, the gallery. Why does a Beatles song just come to mind? (laughs) Eight days a week. I'm trying to do the math here. I I understand, though. Yeah, working all the time. (laughs) When you own your own business. so But it also affords me to be able to, when I work hard, I play hard. And I play with my Porsches. And they're my passion. So the garage is bigger than the house, obviously. And I need to build another garage. And it's just a, a wonderful passion. It's a wonderful, it's like something that to strive for to enjoy the performance, to enjoy the beauty of the cars, to enjoy everything about Porsche and Porsche people, because it really is the people. Like uh, meeting with you and talking with you, uh, it's just wonderful because we have so many stories to share back and forth. We have so many experiences and uh, I've gotten to know people, Porsche people, especially from all over the country. Uh, Sarah DeCarmen is, is one of those wonderful people who's just bubbly and effervescent and uh, and such a such a passionate person about what she does because she's not only a wonderful mother and business owner and, and everything. I mean, and she hardly gets any sleep either. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, mother of four daughters and uh, running that business herself. And I got to spend a day with her a couple of weeks ago shooting a Cars Yeah TV episode. In fact, it's the last episode of our season one. We started shooting season two, but uh, so those viewers that have direct TV can find a Sarah show on Mav TV and Lucas Oil Racing where you can stream the show and you can learn a lot about how she's uh, carried on the legacy of that business that she and her husband started some 20 plus years ago. Uh, as you'll learn, she lost her husband a few years ago. She's carrying on uh, the business and trying to be a single mom and uh, oh my gosh, kudos to her for what she's done. Got to meet three of her daughters, and they're actually uh, going to be on the show as well. So, very, very cool. Wonderful. How about a resource? Is there a resource you'd like to share with our listeners that you really enjoy? A resource person? Well, could be a person, a website, a supplier, an app. Uh, could be the PCA. There's a great resource. Well, one of my resources has been for a long time has been George Hussey, 
at Automobile Atlanta. Of course, ah. Dr. 914. He's, we're about the same age, actually, both Eagle Scouts, both raised in the same part of Connecticut and didn't connect until, well, I've, I've done business with this company for over 20 years, but I had not gotten to talking to him until one day when he answers his phone parts and we got to talking and then I've gone to visit him and stuff. And he's been a very good resource on minutia of some of the things that you have to do to pay attention to and wonderful resource on just all kinds of things. And so is Gary Emery. Gary is also a member of our club here on the Big Island. Cool. <laughs> Rod's, Rod's dad, Gary. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, he'll be out here next month. I call up Gary and he answers a very you know obtuse questions for me sometimes. If something works here, it works there. He knows it all on the older stuff. And everything I have is older than 89. So I've really got the older stuff. And that's kind of the, the year I grew up in and what I like most familiar and the cars are more tactile and the performance is not as crisp as the new cars are guy just went to pecla uh, porsche experience center los angeles and spent an hour and a half in a new 911 and oh my mm. god what an experience <laughs> that yeah. was just unbelievable i was i was at lufkakuld and i had a couple extra days so i went down to pecla and spent an hour and a half there oh my god yeah Nice cars, but you got to make sure you bring a credit card. They don't take Uh, cash. Yeah, big one. Yeah, big credit card. They don't take cash. Oh, well, there you go. Cash. Okay, (laughs) even better. That way, maybe you won't spend as much. What's uh, What's the gentleman you mentioned? The nine fourteen. I want to make sure that our listeners get his name right. What's his name again? George Hussey from Automobile Atlanta. H U S S E Y. George Hussey. Oh, okay. I know you're talking about now. Got it. Just wanted to make sure. If I could arrange for you to sit down and have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? It would be Ferry Porsche, because I could talk to him and with the connections with my dad and everything else. And he really, he was the genius who just took things from his dad and improved them. I mean, he just, he took the concept. He took, I've read his autobiography and he took the concepts and the, and the, and the quality and the whole drive in Porsche and he continued and exceeded where his, his father, the, the Ferdinand was more of the engineer and not the communicator mm-hmm. and Ferry just had more personality and more of a marketing edge to him, but they always kept an eye on the engineering and Ferry, of course, being an engineer also. You mentioned his autobiography. Is there a book that you'd like to share with our listeners that you enjoyed reading? Oh, it's an old, old one. It was out of print. It was an autobiography that he did. And I don't have a copy of it right here to look at it. It's out in the garage. Is there another uh, another book you might recommend to our, our listeners? Atlas Shrugged. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but Ayn Rand. Yeah, great one. Yeah, Ayn Rand. Yeah, great one. Ayn Rand. It's, it's been an inspiration. I read it early in my life. and uh, it, impacted me. So I was thrilled when they did a movie, although I don't think the movie was that good. But uh, the book was just phenomenal, and I couldn't put it down. All 700 pages or whatever it is, it's just a monster book. But the concepts and and the effort, and you know, it shows you how you make your own luck. When you say good luck, there's no good luck. You make your own luck. Luck is a succession of failures followed by an occasional success in, you know, some something that you've actually 
ended up with a positive outcome. There's nothing is gained without some loss. And that's kind of the theme that the, the book works with too, because you have to persevere. You have to have the passion to persevere. And that's kind of been the, the bottom line of my life. You just have the passion for life, have the passion to persevere, and eventually you make your own luck. Yeah, absolutely. I always say luck is where the intersection of opportunity and preparation collide. And uh, that's exactly great. right. Yeah, very cool. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources Gunner shared on his very own show notes page on the Cars Yow website. Just go and type in Gunner. He's the only Gunner, G-U-N-N-E-R, Mench, M-E-N-C-H. It's been on the show, and that page will pop right up. All right, Gunner, we're up to the checkered flag. And this this last question, I should say, could be a bit of a doozy. Might be a little challenging for you because there's a couple rules to this little game. One is, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet. Doesn't matter where it is or who owns it. I'm bringing it over there to the big island so we can take a little drive around the island. But you can't sell it to buy a bunch of other cars with, so that little trick's off the table. You have to drive it. No garage queens, but I don't think that's a problem for you. But here's the kicker. It's the only collector car you can have. That means you got to get rid of all the rest of your cars, and this is the only one. Or maybe you just keep one of your cars, and I don't have to buy you a car today. We'll see where we go with this, but what would you like to have? You're going to have to open your pocketbook. I figured as such, yeah. It would have to be a 959. Oh, okay. That was the car that was so far advanced. It has modern-day features, and a car that was designed and, and executed with such style and such grace and such beauty and safety. I think it was the epitome of, of any car that was ever designed prior to, you know, the, the last decade. Yeah. Uh, just uh, it bespoke everything about Porsche. The 959 yeah. is, if, if I, I would get rid of the entire collection for one 959, yeah. Well, here's the deal, Gunner. You're talking to the right guy today because I happen to know a guy named Bruce Canapa. And we all know in the Porsche world that Bruce Canapa is responsible for getting the 959 uh, documented and into the United States on a legal status. But he has something better than a 959. He has the 959 SC. And we talk and show at linked that car when he was on my Cars Yacht TV show. He was also, he's been on the Cars Yacht podcast twice now. He takes the original 959, and if you can believe it, he makes it better. And he really does make it better. But he doesn't mess the thing up. It's still a pure 959. The Porsche factory looks very happy upon what he does to their car. So uh, I think what I'll do is call up my buddy Bruce. We'll get you one picked out. Now, they make one in a color that has 19-stage paint liquid metal. That's pretty phenomenal. I think that would look kind of good over there on the island. So will that work out for you, you think? Absolutely. Okay. Okay. I'll give him a call. It's only, I think, about two, two point five million, something like that. I think so. No sure, big deal. Pocket change. Pocket yeah, change. no big deal for the cars. Yeah, checkbook <laughs> over here. Oh my gosh, Gunner, well, you've taken me on a wonderful ride around the island. I want to thank you, Mahalo, for sharing your journey with the cars. Yeah, listeners, could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into that Hawaiian sunset in that Porsche nine five nine SC? Well, actually, it's Hawaiian morning here right now. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> we're, we're we're six hours behind the East Coast, three That's hours right. behind you on the West Coast. So That's right, uh, we're yeah. just getting going here in the morning. Cool. Uh, but uh, a friend of mine coaches 
young basketball players. And he just brought his, some of his coaching team by who some of them were students that he taught along the way at colleges and different places. And it was interesting to see them going through the gallery and looking with awe at everything that was created here. And I shared with them my thought about what you own and what is valuable in life. And that the only thing you really own are your experiences. When you're gone, it's all gone. Everything you own is your experiences. So experience life and enjoy the experiences. Don't worry so much about what you own or don't own or have or don't have. Live life and enjoy it. A very wise thing to do. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and Ellie's Harbor Gallery? You can go on the web. We've had a website for well over 20 years. It's harborgallery.biz, B-I-Z. It's H-A-R-B-O-R-G-A-L-L-E-R-Y.biz. We also have a website. We have a Facebook page, Harbor Gallery. And then there's a Facebook page for the Big Island Hawaii Portrait Globe of America as well, or Portrait Globe of America Big Island Hawaii. So you can go see what we do with the activities that are at least monthly with the club and come have a lot of fun. Come, come see us when you come see us <laughs> when you come out here to the Big Island. I'm booking a flight now, Gunner. Well, listeners, you can find everything Gunner shared on his very own show notes page. Just go to carsia.com, type in Gunner in the search bar, and that page will pop up. If you find yourself fortunate enough to be on the Big Island of Hawaii, check out Harbor Gallery. They're going to have some cool things, memories for you to take back home to remind you of that wonderful trip. Gunner, thanks for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your experiences with my listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Aloha, my friend. Aloha, Mark. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.